What is going on, everybody? Disc Golf Edition, Party Card Sports, and we're doing it live. More or less, this is about as live as it gets for now, because uh, one of your boys over here forgot to save the, the notes. The notes got deleted. Ah. Uh, or they never existed at all. No, they, they definitely existed, but they're lost in the cloud. I'm just uh, they, in, in, They're lost in the on cloud. the line. On the line. They're somewhere. lost on the line. Someone has my notes. Someone has your notes. They're reading them and using them on their own podcast. Sabotage. Maybe that fake party car that's going on out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. You know, the one that hasn't done a podcast in the last three years. Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> what did they ever done to us? That, yeah, we don't need to talk about it. So, something extraordinarily happened to you, Cody. Something that some would say is unimaginable happened to me. I want to say it's unimaginable. It's happened before. But it, it's something that is... Look, I'm tired of beating around the bush already. You hit a fucking ace. I hit a hole in one. An ace. Very nice. Finally. Finally, on, it, on a whole, you probably should have had. Keep, keep it, going. Thank you, fans. Thank you. It, it should have happened a long time ago. So but long ago. T- take us through this ace. When, where, and with what? This this is crazy. Because uh, I'll just set you up through the day. I'll, you know, we'll, we'll make this a little more long story than probably even what you wanted. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, we're going to take our time with this one because guess what? Your boy got an ace. So we're going to take our time with this oh, one. Oh, my God. It was 1993, and a boy was born. I'm just joking. Muted his ass. I'm not, I'm not going to go that, that far. Okay, I'm not going to go that, that far. Um, I got off work at 2.30. I went and, and uh, I met up with some members of Party Card and, you know, played a little bit, warmed up. Something that I usually don't do, right? I don't, I don't usually do that. Interesting. Played until about, you know, right 30, 40 minutes before. Then I then I did the the usual. Had a couple beers right before the round. Talked to everybody. Yada, yada, yada. Then, we'll just go right to it. It's hole two. Oak Park. What, what hole was it for you, though, for the day? For the round? That was hole five. So you guys started on 16th. And the craziest part about it was, is we were four down through, no, three down through four. So this is our fifth hole. And a a disc, I had literally, and Nate can attest to this, just put it in, not bought that day, but I just put it in the bag. First time ever thrown it that day. Shout out. Give it to him. The ghost from Legacy Disc Golf. What a guy. What four, a disc. four, five, zero, three. Uh, they have updated those numbers since then. It's four, five, zero, two now. But this disc, four, five, zero, three. First time ever being in the bag. First time in an ace with it. Was it your first throw with it too? No. Okay. I, 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 I wish. That had been cool as, as all get out. But. Now I'll have to throw that for the rest of my life. You will or will not? Will. will. I'm never I'm never throwing that disc again. That disc, that specific disc oh, will go down 
it, it's probably going to get a, a glass box. It's probably going to get never hung up gonna, somewhere. It's never going to get. It's probably eventually when we gonna. get when we get cameras, it's going to be in the background. Oh, that'd be fucking cool. On the podcast, everybody will get to see it. It's a beautiful <laughs> looking disc, especially now that has signatures on it. And I aced with it. It's beautiful. $142 payday. Some, some would say great. I would I would not say great. <laughs> I mean anyway, let so, me yeah, let me break this whole down to you. It's break it down. Two eighty five uh it is, uh, at least that's what it's listed as. There is a solid row of trees all up the left side. There is two trees on the right. Along with a uh, what are them Christmas trees called pine tree, you can call it whatever the fuck you want. It's a Christmas tree. It's a tree, and and then it's a low ceiling towards the basket because of a hanging branch. And your boy, all air slams dead the center chains on a baby turnover. From what I heard from the car behind us, they said it hit the chains hard and stuck hard, which means. I'm thinking it pured it. Yeah, dead center chains. Because I'll tell you. Baby turnover. I'll tell you, Nate. You weren't there. I wasn't there. You are This correct. is the first time I think either of us hasn't seen the other one ace. I think I've seen all of your yep. aces. Uh-huh. You saw my ace before. And this is the first time as a group you were not there when I aced. Yep. Sad. Sad to sad day, T-Rexy. Some could say it's conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Where the fuck are all my aces at? <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, it was a ba- I backhanded it, of course, and it was a force over high and just faded down snack chains, and it was crazy because I I've you like like Nate said it's long overdue because I've hit this basket and chains, buzzed the chains so many chains, times. Top of the basket, caged it, all that. I've done that so many times. I've wanted this hole for a long time. And so when it hit chains, and it was loud, but I was like, I turned around instantly, looked at Charlie. Charlie is excited. I looked at Charlie and go, did, did that stay in? Did it stick? And I think everybody's just cheering, cheering. I go, did that, did that stay in? And Charlie's like, yeah. And I think that... It, I almost jumped up into Charlie's arms. And Charlie, big guy, tall. Tall. Not a very... Not strong. Not not Not, a very... Not sturdy. Not a big sturdy guy compared to me. I think I I might have hurt the guy if I I didn't contain my emotions a little bit. So out of your hands, what... Out of of your hand, what do you think? Here's the craziest part. Out of my hands, I'm thinking, oh, that's pretty good. Charlie called it almost out of my hand. Charlie, uh, I'm not shooting you. I threw it. It may have gone at this point 50 feet. And he goes, this man, like he knew, like he knew like it was a shot. Like it was just going to be fantastic. Then it cleared the the top of the, the tree that it needed to clear to have a chance. And he goes, this man right here. And then right after he said that, maybe a second later, smacked chains. So Charlie actually called it basically from the get-go. From the get-go. It was a, yeah. So I, out of your hand, you knew it was going to be a good shot, but you didn't think it was an A shot out of your hand? Every shot on that hole out of my hand is an A shot. It looks like an A shot. Every single shot of that. Until it's not. Um, my reaction to it, though, was like, if you've ever seen that uh, clip, I think it's of Luke Bryan. 
I'm, I'm pretty sure of when he shoots a deer with an arrow and he goes, is, is he down? Is, is he down? That's kind of my reaction of like, did it say Never in? seen that clip. Did it say? I'm, I'm sure the viewers will know. Uh, especially Luke Bryan, because uh, he's watching for sure. Listening, but okay. <laughs> but uh, that was my reaction. It was like, I was so like, like out of it mentally. I was like, did that really just happen? Did I just do this? Like, it, especially since like we were talking about slumping, you know, yeah. both me and oh, you yeah. were kind of in the down in the dumps. And then this happens. And now, dude, I was riding high too after that. Like, I was throwing shots I had no business throwing after that. Like, I was doing. Just got the confidence going, like, yeah, you know what? You know what I'm talking about? I'm, I'm going to throw this shot. Yeah, exactly. You Just because I can. So, man, it, it's it been a high. And the coolest part, the one part that I don't like, but is cool, but I don't like. Okay. Is that the card of Chuck, Harp, and Deadman were all inside of Hole Three's tunnel. When I smacked chains, and oh. if they were just on the outside, and they got to see it, then they would also have had to sign my disc too. That would have been cool. Yeah, there would definitely been a huge wiener on that on that ghost ghost dick ghost wiener. Yeah, that <laughs> ghost wiener would have been behind us right in the podcast the all the whole time. So uh, that was my like one thing, like damn. But they all heard it and they heard me react to it. So they and, knew. Yeah, oh, they knew. Well, Cody, but I did get Campa. And Charlie's signature on this, which is dope. And anyway. And anyway. Anyway. Shout out DG. Shout out DG. But Cody, all in all, great ace. Gotta hand it to you. $142 payday. Did it for the brand. Did it for the for boys. The brand. I don't care it's about says. time. It, any, any ace is good. It's about time. Like we've done some cool shit when it comes to disc golfing. Me and you both have done some cool stuff. Mm. It is about time since we started this podcast that something could happen. Wait, tell me, I hit I hit an ace when we were doing the podcast. You're right. Yeah. You did. Yeah. I but forgot about that. Mine was only like a $70. I feel page. like, and no offense <laughs> to you, I feel like yours was much more skillful. My no, I wouldn't All say that. All I had that. to do was throw a high. I wouldn't say that. No, that's not what I'm gonna say. I say mine's a little more uh eventful because mine don't happen very often. What is that? Yours your fifth. That's four. my second in seven years. I only got four years. aces. I only got four. Second in four years. It, it, I took a two-year drought. But I had my I had my my uh, chi- my AA chips for acing. <laughs> I had a, I had a year two. I had to take that back because I finally hit one. But your ace does hold a monumental value to something that's going to come along later in this podcast. Huge, huge, huge. Stay tuned to the very end. As we move on, DDO going on right now, very popular, not so popular anymore, what used to be GBO for the Pro Tour going on. And you know what kind of irritates me, because we played, some of us played this course, is they changed enough to make me very irritated about GBO. Okay, let me hear it. So... Hole one, they obviously brought in the OB, which is great that they didn't do that for GBO for the AMs. Uh, so the biggest thing is hole 13, the one that plays 395, all OB up to the pin. You remember that when we were watching Harp? Yes. They shortened that OB wall by about 100 feet. 
So now instead of carrying, so they say it's three ninety five to the pin, which I'm calling bullshit. They sh- and basically what would have been three forty OB carry is now like three hundred OB carry, barely three hundred. Okay, that doesn't make much sense considering you're. Uh, yeah, yes, bu- you're advanced, but you're not. Yeah, R O B was longer to carry than the pros are carrying. They and short that OB that much. They shortened the OB by they 100. Saw how everybody yes. else was playing, was, and they're like, oh, no. Yeah, because, I mean, we're sitting here like the very top advanced guys were probably barely carrying the OB yeah. if getting to the pin. For sure. So most of the advanced players in, in the amateur division in GBO were just bailing out and just taking their pars. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we need to shorten this OB and get pros to actually go for it. Well, that's all that and, was. And I it, mean,. Which it was a test run. GBO was a literal test run oh, yeah. for DDO. They, and I would have much rather see the pros try to push this OB. I I think they should have kept it the way it was for pros. They did some other trimming on some other holes that really opened up some uh some access lanes, which kind of sucked. It's like, dude, if they would have opened that up, if they would have trimmed that up for the AMs, that would have opened up a lot more scoring opportunities. They weren't gonna do that. For no, AMs. no, 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 not not at all. But Listen, Go ahead. Since we since you asked or you said, oh, they should trim that up, or they if they would have trimmed that up. Listen, we're not going to make enemies in this podcast. We are, but dynamic. It has not really been trying to make any friends when it comes to uh, no, amateur players or or decisions they've made in the past or in this current future. So, honestly, when you tell me that Dynamic didn't do something at GBO and then did do it, you know, to be on camera and all this other stuff, it doesn't surprise me whatsoever. I'm all good for making things look good, but when you just kind of shit the bed on an amateur tournament and then make it that much softer for a pro tournament... It to kinda, look good on yeah, camera. To look to look better on camera, to look better on scores, get fucked because that kind of sucked. Yeah. I mean... And we had our experience at at a GBO with a said person, and honestly, I don't feel like uh, defending them whatsoever. Like they oh, no. literally yeah, have no. shit the bed. Yeah, I I don't I don't have anything good to to say about that whole instance or anything. It just yeah. it just was weird, and I brought it up in the shop, and yeah, nonetheless, it just it what uh, what were some well, other changes though. It was, it, was, it was mostly just kind of just some trimming and some other things. Like I want the shortest, the easiest hole, uh, hole six. They took out the tree, so now they have the huge high hyzer instead of just trying to pipe a, a skinny hyzer in there. And I'm like, really? Really? You cut down the one tree that was stopping the easiest shot for the pros. Kind of doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, no. But why they cut it down is because there's another pin placement there for the FPO division. And it's like... Honestly, that would have been better to leave that tree there for the FPO division. It's not a fucking hard hole, even for the FPO division. Like, leave it there. Instead, they made the easiest hole easier, and then the one of the harder holes for GBO and the amateurs easier. Does that surprise you? Yes, it does. They're fucking pros. The only hole they really made harder was hole one. They brought the OB in by, by about six feet on hole one. No, but I'm saying, like, does th- changing things... That don't make sense surprise you. No. DDO's been doing... DBO's, DD, 
oh has been changing things that don't make sense ever since it changed to DDO. Changing the name didn't make sense. Look, in all my experience of playing tournament disc golf is that usually the course gets harder in tournament style. No, this fucking course got softer than wet bread. Which is why you're seeing scores like you're seeing. Wait, plus, dude, the scores are great. Plus, the, the that's scores what I'm are high. That's what I'm saying. And they're not having to deal with wind. Like literally oh, Friday. No. There's literally been zero Friday, wind. No wind. Today, very light wind. There's been zero wind. And it, it was it's, it's maybe the, later in the day. Yeah, Com- compared to what when, it has when we been. Started when playing, okay, so when we started playing ball golf, right earlier today, no wind, no wind. Yeah, Super eleven still. o'clock, absolutely no wind, absolutely nothing. And granted, they're in it, Emporia, but it doesn't change exceedingly it much. No, it doesn't. It got to the point where it was. Finally, three o'clock, and I might have felt a five degree wind. Mm, ten. There were some gusts oh, up there. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, I'm just, I'm just saying ten. Oh, ten. Mile ten. That, yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Everyone else over all the other forty nine states, <laughs> ten miles. Whoa, ten miles an hour. We're in fucking Kansas. <laughs> I don't start going. Oh shit, it's windy until it gets thirty miles an hour. Stop. Twenty. You're right. Twenty. <laughs> And it's crazy because here's you, the thing: people hear twenty, they go, "Oh, that's great! Oh, it's still playable. Let's it's a go. tornado." Oh, everywhere else, Fortnite says, "Tornado, Fuck earthquake, earthquake." <laughs> All these people don't know. No one knows. No one, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Something else went through my mind, and it was just like a completely other quote that did not mesh with no what we one, were saying. Like I'm telling you right now, like they've this through the first two rounds. I don't know how tomorrow's going to go. The first two rounds have literally probably been the easiest DDO rounds I have ever seen. So, speaking of staying on DDO, Ricky did it again. Went OB on 16 and then hit the putt in round one from the drop zone. Well, that's just Ricky. He just he just owns that drop zone. If Ricky could wrap her leg over water, he would have done, done it. That would have been fun. Cool. a beast. You think, you think if it went to the playoff... On hole 16, because hole 16 is the first hole playoff, and he hit that putt. You think he would wrap her leg right into the water? Here's the thing. I don't think he would make it to that putt. I think he would ace it. So, Wow, what a guy. Here's the thing. he Right now, Ricky is uh, four strokes back. I still think he has a chance oh, to win Oh, for this. sure, yeah. Yeah, I think because Alton Harris, you said, is leading it. Cur- yes, Alton Harris right now, minus 21, and also tied with Calvin Heimberg. So Heimberg, obviously good. Um, Heimberg is, he's never going to chase anyone down because he doesn't have to chase anybody down. He's that good of a player currently. I'm just going to say it. Currently the best player on tour. Changing my mind. Okay. Okay. Ricky Wysocki, extremely dangerous, especially on this course. He's very good at Country Club, period. One of the best players to play it even consistently. Ricky Wysocki? You take it all of his injury and Lyme disease stuff out of it, is probably top five greatest disc golf player of all time. Stop. He's a very good disc golf player. You know what Ricky is? Ricky he, is that undrafted free agent. You know, I'm, I'm making a reference here. Ricky is that undrafted free agent that ends up with a gold jacket in the NFL. That's what Ricky is. 
You underestimate. Like Ricky was. Ricky, Ricky was, was living was out of his amateur car. champion. Ricky was living out of his car going to these tournaments. So was all these fucking nah, pros. Nah, 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 nah. That's a stupid. That, no, that is just no, idiotic no, no, to say. No, 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 all of these pros Paul, are living out of fucking cars. No, 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 no. Paul had his granddad driving him around and everything. You know, doing all the tournaments, and everything. Oh, one young. guy, the guy, and and all these, and Calvin, I'm sure has been just baby. He's a fucking engineer. <laughs> what? He's yeah. He's got a degree oh, in engineering. That makes so much sense. He, he can do he can do freelance work. That makes remotely so much if sense. He wanted why to. he's never won a worlds? Because he's an engineer. Yeah. I'm because I'm lost. You know, engineers design stuff to put into places. And they don't if work. you know as a ma- as a manufacturer, <laughs> they never fit. It that makes perfect sense. It works against you. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it does it during practice. Well, this ain't practice, big boy. So <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. Dude wins a lot of fucking tournaments. Now he doesn't win worlds. I'll, gi- I'll give you that. Um, he's due for one. He's going to get one. I'm I don't know talk- if it's going to be this year, but he's going to get one. I'm just talking shit because <laughs> we know a bunch of engineers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck those guys. Um, No. R- dude, Ricky... For a long time, for ever getting sponsored, was traveling around in his car, going to tournaments. That's every no, disc golfer. No, it's Dude, not. That's every no, disc it's not. That's, Stop it. That's every Stop pro it. disc golfer no, has had to pay their dues Stop. by nope. traveling in their car, living in a van, nope. paying their Wrong. dues, making ends meet, having to just Wrong. beg at their local pro shop, having to beg Wrong. their family just for a little bit of help. Wrong. Stop. Every every pro up until this point, up until the last couple of years. Wrong. Pros have not had to just walk into shit. They've had to pay their dues. Now, yes, some pros are getting more help by their quote-unquote sponsors. The Richard Wysocki. Fucking age Christ. If you did, if you took away everything else, like his injuries and, and Lyme disease, is in top five. Change your mind. You're not going to. So Look, we're gonna I, move on. I think by the end of his career, yeah. No, I'm no, not, no, I'm, no, 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 no. Right now, if you said he's retiring today, he's top five disc golfer of all time. No, not, not gonna say. Yep. That. Yep. With only two worlds, not gonna say that. Uh, yep. He's the only uh, man. Listen, he's the only man to ever go toe to toe. With the greatest disc golfer of all time. I, I can name one guy that went toe-to-toe with him last year in Worlds. Aaron Gossage. Listen, you he, know he, what he I mean. lost in one more playoff. Stop. I'm just saying. Stop. You know what I mean. I do know what you mean. He went. Ricky Wysock is the only man to go 18 rounds with Paul and still be standing. That's what I'm saying. Look. If Paul, oh, Jesus, oh fuck, here we go. Listen, listen, Linda. Paul may be Tom Brady, but Ricky, you lost, stop. Ricky Wysocki is Peyton Manning. You just, you just hurt my fucking head by saying something stupid like that. Well, that's how everybody else sees it. I may not agree with what that is, but everybody else sees Tom over Peyton, and if that's the case, then Paul is Tom. And Ricky is Peyton. Look, I'm not. I'm not taking any way anything away. I'm gonna say, reiterate this for the third time. Anything away 
You're trying. From Richard Wysocki, Ricky Wysocki. The, the, the Ricky the Wysocki. Ricky Raptor Leg The Wysocki. Ricky Raptor Leg Wysocki. But by the end of his career, I don't think that there's going to be any doubt he's going to be a top five of all time. Hey, put a gold jacket on him right now. Do they get, I don't think they get gold. I don't know. Green, gold, I don't know. Maybe it's too purple. But <laughs> Paul, I mean, even Nate Doss is up there. Bro, stop. <laughs> if it's okay, anybody, uh, this is gonna, you're, you may agree, you may not agree. Anybody before the, I'm gonna say 2010s, means absolutely nothing. So you're saying the guys that just basically paved the way for this sport? No, no, no. I'm not saying they don't mean anything to the, improvements and growth they do they mean absolutely everything to the improvements and growth but when we're talking about skill and and how good someone is they're not even on the same level i wouldn't disagree just the way the game's played if you take and i'm i'm sorry but i'm gonna say this if you take prime ken climo the what is it 12 12 time time world world champion and you put prime Ken Climo in this div- shit right now? Oh, he gets pooped on. He may make top 50. Maybe. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. I respect the dude for doing what he did. But, f- hey, Bill Russell also won 15 championships because he's the only seven-foot black guy in the NBA in the 70s. What are we talking about? Bill Russell was a fucking stud first time. How fucking Oh, I bet he was when he was facing mailmen and and post boys in the NBA. Back in that day, no one was fucking really. He was seven foot tall and playing against normal people. And he was softer than wet bread. Exactly. So what what are we talking about? The only reason he was good is because he's seven foot. The only reason Ken Climber was good is because everyone else sucked. No. The only reason why Ken Climo was good is because no one else was good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. That's what we're talking about. So if if and the best oh. player I think that's ever played is Paul McBeth. Am I correct when I say that? Would not disagree. Okay. The only person to ever be any type of competition whatsoever to that man before the last two years was the Richard Raptor Leg Wysocki, and that's the bottom line, because Cody fucking said so. I think we're we're too young as a sport, from coming from disc golf perspective, to say that so-and-so was the GOAT. Even, oh, even, bullshit. Even, even talking about Paul, especially since I think we're seeing a huge transition, not only for the sport, but in the technology of the sport. Who was the first player to ever accomplish perfection? It wasn't even perfection. He had a par. He had a par. Minus not, it, 18. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, it was minus 18, but he had a par. It's not perfection. It's not It's not like a 300 <sighs> where you hit all 12 strikes. He had a par and he had an eagle. He did that both on his 18 rounds because he, he did it twice. Who is the only person? To ever win back to back to back worlds, I don't think he three peated. He three peated. 
for his first three because he definitely didn't do it for his last three. He's only won six. I don't remember which order they were in, but he did three. He, I can tell you, if he did, it had to have been his first three. I, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> if he did, it was first first three. Maybe I'm making that up. And I'm sure you're making that up because I don't think he three-peated. And I can tell you, Ken Climo definitely did get the at only, least three listen, listen of his that. 12 listen in a row. Before Ricky, the only other person that could even stand on the same T-pad as Paul was the Will Shoestring. Okay, we had the same name. I was like, yeah. If Will Shoestring never if had his injury. Hurt, oh, dude, yeah. He's right there. Absolutely. I think, I think Shoestring was just taken out of his prime. And that would have been... The three best players of all time. Right there. I, I'm I, telling you right now. Yeah, I want right to completely disagree seen, with that statement. We have we have seen greatness. <laughs> you're you're preaching like the Bible. Oh, and today, Jesus, we have seen the greatness that is this discoff. That is. That is. That is exactly Jesus what Christ. I'm saying right now. Like, and yeah, everybody might say, well, it's over now. It's over. It, we got to experience the greatest, I would say, performances of all time. Ricky versus Paul. Paul versus Ricky. Those were some of the greatest matchups ever in disc golf. And they may never be the same again. And that right there is why Ricky is a top five best Disc golfer of all time, right now. I don't think that was necessary to tap the table. I had to tap the table. I had to show emphasis on what I was saying. <clears throat> I think this is definitely a discussion that we need to pick up later on on top five of all time and how that, you know, is basically uh, relevant to today's disc golf. But we need to move on. And or I'm, here we go. You're just gonna carry on. I'm giving. I'm. I'm saying top five. I could make an argument for top three. You could. I could. But that's, a, that's another, another time. That's another episode. That's another episode. But I, you're right. We have spent a lot of time on a tangent, and we need to move on. We do. Party card pickums. Yeah, boy. After two back-to-back two-point weekends, is leading six to four. Going into DDO, I picked Aaron Gossage, because of his success, not only on that course, but also on just ball golf courses in general, after round one, had a two-stroke two lead over Cody's pick. Eric Dickerson. Chris Dickerson. But okay. Eric Dickerson. Wrong sport. The, wrong color. The, <laughs> the Everything wrong, wrong, running wrong. back for the LA Rams <laughs> playing in, D, in, in DDO this year. Eric Dickerson. No, yeah, Chris Dickerson. Uh <laughs> We've yeah. been drinking. Chris Dickerson uh, currently now has a one-stroke lead over Gossage. Right, because Gossage did a hole on the ball on the ball golf course today and shot a sixty-two. So, I I, I believe in Gossage. I think it's still gonna be close. Stop. It's not. It's not so much that I don't believe in Dickerson, but Dickerson is not a good Dickerson, ball golf course listen, player. Listen, stop. He, does, he doesn't have the, the overall distance that it takes no, to play No, you're on right. Ball golf. That's why he's never really won yeah, a exactly. ball golf. But he has been in a, the top a, yeah, I'm, 10 I'm not, I'm not of with this you. tournament 
for the last four years I'm or not, three years, I'm I not, guess, because four years ago it was GBO. I'm not, I'm not fully disagreeing with you. What place is he sitting in currently? 13. Okay. And Tied with Kevin Jones and Isaac Robinson and Emerson Keith. Okay. And Isaac Robinson started off wicked fucking hot in his first round. And they Can I tangent up. real quick? Sure. Go ahead. Send it. I feel bad for Kevin Jones. And I don't know if you saw this. Oh, no, I did see it. I was trying to and, pull it up. And it goes exactly against my argument I made earlier in the podcast. Yep, that's why I was going to pull I it up. said those boxes Help. below. Well, you said the boxes, not the koozies. This was a koozie. Oh, was it a koozie? It's a koozie. I thought it was a box. No, it's a koozie. Okay. Then it doesn't disagree with my argument, but I, but I, will, I will. Same, same, but different. I will iterate what I said earlier. The boxes below the uh, cages, the, the cages help because they don't let you go flying past the basket. But, and this was a koozie, not a box, but Kevin Jones smacked the living shit Dude. out of 16's koozie and it bounced straight back in the water and that might have been one of the best the, shots that win ob dude, i've yeah. ever seen the worst of luck period i mean he I, shouldn't be there he should not be in 13th right now he should be at least two strokes better up in like fifth place yeah because he went ob off the drop zone yeah yeah he took a five on that and hole. he's putting it next to the basket we watched that live in the shop and out of his hands, we're all sitting there like, go in, go in. Yeah. I thought it was, was going to ace, too. Yeah. It was nuts. And then he hits the koozie, bounces off, goes in the water. It One of the worst breaks ever. Dude. I think. I, I think, actually wanted it from You know why I wanted it from Because, you know uh, you know me. I am a not a Kevin Jones guy. I'm not the Kevin Jones. But you are a Kevin Jones truther. And he's, had like a, KJ. And he's had a terrible year. Let's oh, be yeah. honest. Absolutely. Terrible awful. year for Kevin Jones. And I was like. Give give Nate some. Give Nate some that, in the disc golf one, world. That one hole sums up his entire year. Yeah, so far. really. Like straight up. Actually, it doesn't because he hasn't even been close. That was at least close <laughs> to something close. cool. But it was so close, it was shit. That's <laughs> terrible. It was so good of a shot. We're gonna reward you with an OB stroke, dude. I I felt so, so bad, bad because earlier on in the in the podcast, like I think episode what fifteen something, like, something that, yeah. like that, we had an argument about how like I think the boxes are cheating. Because you can smack the shit out of him and just land right like a couple weeks ago, and land right next to the pin, and he smacks one and just goes right into the wall. Smacks the koozie rebound. Like, oh, that's a that is exactly opposite of what I said. Look, and and Chucky Boy and I watched that, and we were talking about you know on an island hole. I get it being an island. I think in most cases, especially like that, if you touch, if you touch inbounds on an island. Fuck the DZ. Yeah, I think you so don't. Too. You don't deserve, or yeah, you don't deserve to be punished for making a good shot that caught a bad break. No, I agree. If you touch the island, I think you should advance no matter what. Now, if you just cross over but don't touch green and you just fly over it, you didn't touch inbounds. No, no you got you got to go to the drop zone. You made a bad shot. I agree. So I I think that's something that eventually disc golf needs to look into. That if you touch inbounds, especially on an island. You need to be able to they, advance. Honestly, disc golf just needs to word things better. Because but because the reason why they do it the way they do it is because if they, they don't, then people will take advantage and be like, oh, I touched. 
Yeah, I, I I think they definitely do their best to take away from any sort because, of uh, argumentation that it, oh I touched or oh I didn't. That's touch. a good shot, yeah. right? The Kevin Jones shot was yeah, good. it was a good shot. But what if someone skips one all the way up there, touches the the bank, and then and then falls back in? That's not really a good shot. They just got lucky and it touched. Well, that's also like saying you know someone. I hit, think what it should hit the be, back wall and just completely shanked it, but still stayed in bounds. You're right. I think. What the wording should be is instead of first or instead of touch is first touch the disc first touch inbounds, inbounds. and then went out of bounds. Now you get to play it from where it now lies. Now you get to advance. But if the disc first touches out of bounds and touches inbounds, then you have to go to the DZ. Go, go to DZ. That's how I think they should word it. Yes, it's long winded. It's a lot, but it's, trust me, there's nothing. DDO slash GBO slash dynamic disc in a country club. You didn't play it, but uh, their whole fucking descriptions for OBs were, were a whole fucking oh. essay paragraph. No, 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 no. I agree with you because we, uh, there, both of my, two of my three rounds, we had a question on the card that we did not really know because it was a paragraph long description of the whole. Of the whole, yeah. And fucking then we're nice. like, well, I think it reads this way, but it might be this way. So we always had to go back I, twice, not out of three rounds, twice. Twice. The card went back to the desk and was like, hey, this is what happened. These are what it says. And then even then they were like, well, um, I think that's how it reads. But let me make sure. And it's like, aren't you the TD? Yeah. I don't know. I think we're on a greens that DD needs to get their fucking shit together. Trilo- trilogy needs to get their shit together. I don't. I don't think it's trilogy. It's DD. Well, they're all the same now. Same, same, but different. We only have to deal with DD. So, does that kind of wrap up the pickums for now? Going into well, one round? one stroke. I think um, honestly, and I might be eating my words here, but I think you guys out of it. Dickerson Stop. usually does really well in Stop. third rounds. I think your boy's done for. Gossage is never out on a ball golf course. He's got. He's. I think he's got too much. He's not making putts. Absolutely, he's out of it. I think the goose is cooked. Stop. (laughs) Stop. Just get help. That. Oh, you stop that that cricket. That was. That was funny. I guarantee. I got a laugh out of somebody. No, stop. It may be that one guy from Thailand, but I got a laugh. (laughs) <laughs> or or Estonia, who doesn't know what the fuck you're saying? Sure. Look, you know what's crazy though? Uh, you about to tell everybody in the top in the top four right now. There's two guys I have never heard about. See, this is Alden why Harris. I, I almost anybody knows about Alden Harris. Okay, he, he kind of came on the Parker Welch. That yeah, you're right. I have no idea who the fuck he is. Yeah, well, here's the thing. In Alden Harris may have, but he hasn't been in that many top cards. No. But he last year he was he was up there, but he never really put himself in a position to win on lead card in the last round. But which Par- is why I think he's gonna shit the bed. But this Parker Welk guy coming never, out of nowhere. Never heard of him. He's you know, he's a he's ten ten. Do me a favor. Do you have the, the I have whole, it pulled up right now? You have the whole leaderboard pulled up. See if you can um, see uh Do you want me to go back to the actual leaderboard? Yeah, go to the okay. full leaderboard. Okay. Beard. Okay. Uh, let's look up some locals. Go. Oh, find here we Nolan go. Got the locals. 
Let's go. I know he had a pretty solid round to start off this morning. Where's he sitting at? Oh, not not terrible. Not terrible at all. He's in 68th place. 60th? What, what's he sitting at 68. overall? 68th? What is he sitting at overall? A minus five. So he's still under par. Not bad. No, not bad at all. So he's a... I can see another pro right there too, right, right below. Who's they, right there? Um, tied with Nolan Ramsey is Logan Hartpool as well. Oh yeah, another local, very, very, very nice guy. Now oh, we have awesome. We have another local there who did the play in, qualified, got in, and poor Mike Junod <laughs> minus two holes in your in your first round. Solid, solid play. Dude, what did you do today? Do you have a pull up? Uh, he he shot a 67. What did he shoot in the first round? Uh, 74. Okay, so definitely improved. Here, here's the I, thing. Here, I, I was talking with uh, our boy Jake about this, and and I, I and there's no disrespect to do not. I think he's way he's way better than I'll probably ever be, and he's also a wicked good disc golfer. But this was in my mind the first. Big oh, yeah. tournament of his career, and it's really, really hard to go into the first big event of your career and being sponsored and all that and shoot really well. And I think also, unless you've played country club, it's yeah, it's really, it's really not. There's not many holes where where being lefty or a forehand right righty dominant player plays an advantage there's yeah. there's really not and i i don't know junod's game in its entirety but being a right hand backhand player this course suits right hand backhand power players more than it does in my opinion a lefty and i think that that's kind of showing because junod is even on this course i think his best is way better than what his score shows. Oh, hundred percent. But I, I think I think it's just being in the moment. He legitimately he, he needs to learn how to play. He, le- in the he legitimately, if it wasn't for like, uh, he he doesn't play. He before he got sponsored, he didn't play that many tournaments. So like, if it, um, his his rating actually really isn't his rating. I think he's an actual thousand rated player. Like legitimately, I think he is. I've I've seen him play. He's a he's a great player. But you know, he before that he was an tournament guy. Like everybody everybody knows that guy that's really good, doesn't play a lot of tournaments, doesn't get ratings. Then he got sponsored, started playing more tournaments, and he's only at nine sixty one right now, but I legitimately think he's in a thousand rated player. I want to give him a full thousand rated. But he's he's, he's definitely higher up than there. a nine sixty one. I, I, I think I so. Oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah, for sure. And this this I don't think that this score reflects, reflects how, how, how good, good he, is. he is. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because I think the nerves in, just in round one and the moment were just a lot. I mean, it is for everybody. Yeah, it is for everybody. Not everybody can be Paul McBeth and show up when you're and just what, be that guy. 17, 18 years old and be. The prodigy, the, the, guy, the guy, you know, but he, his his uh, progression in round two, solid. Yeah, being being a solid seven strokes better in round two when you could have just left, like legitimately, you're out at of 
no offense, but with a 74 in the first, you're out of it. You're done. But, and we talk, we actually talked about this in the shop. Did you? Okay. Yeah. It was a $250 buy-in. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're not leaving. You're you're getting your three rounds worth. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. And, but what and, I'm saying Especially is this, your first year being sponsored by Dismania. For sure. Yeah, you, you have to show out. And I think just show that you can make that progression round, around, around to make those adjustments and, and, and grow as a player. To get in the play-in and not... Being last is a is a win. It's just like how we yeah. were talking about. He finished second in the play-in. Yeah, it's just like how we we're talking about, like with the race car, right? Earlier in the in this in the podcast before this, we we're talking about Le Mans and the Chevy, right? Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they got in, and yeah, they didn't finish exactly where they should have because of speed and all that, but they finished, and that's exactly what they wanted to do in the general to not be last. Just finish the race. And finish. It's not even about not being less. It's just and finishing the race. And, and uh, progress while you're playing is a win. Absolutely. And I think I think he knows. And, and yeah, we're I, I don't think we're being harsh. But I think he knows we're all rooting for him here. We were oh, yeah. before. Oh, yeah. I like the guy. The guy's cool as fuck. Oh, yeah. For sure. And I, I wish... The first round didn't happen. I wish he would have been able to no, 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 no. do the no, same you, thing. You wish the first round happened minus like a couple holes. Yeah, because there was only the two holes that were bad. He, he took an eight on one. Gosh. And then the hole 13, the hole I told you about, he took a 10. Yeah. It's yeah. just there's yeah, two I mean, holes, man. Yeah, really. Gosh, just two holes so close. Just, but that's, just, that's, that's what it is. That's tournament play. It is. That is tournament play. And being a lefty on that course. Um, Other than that, Nolan, back in a similar position, Bombs, um, just throws absolute fucking hear me nukes. Out. Literally, hear me throws out. nukes. If it was windier, I think our boys would be higher. I really do. I want to. I want to disagree mostly because last year when it was wicked yes. windy, Harpool was up there, and so was Nolan. Yep, for sure. I think if this is calm, like I know there might be five, ten mile an hour winds up there. But this is calm. If there was 20 mile an hour win, I think both of them would be at least in the top 20. I really do. I really yeah, believe I want, that. I want, yeah. I know, but I'm going that far. I'm going that far. I really do think that they could be up that high. Yeah. I, th- I think Nolan has a huge ceiling, and I think he's only getting better. I think physically, he's, he's really good. But between the ears is where he's really made a huge progression. And I think he's uh, progressed. Yeah, like yeah. you said, progression. Yeah. I think he's made a huge progression. I think he's made a huge progression in that. I think Harpool is, he's up there. And to be to be critical, I just don't know if he's got another gear in him no, to, here, here, to, to get I lo- much better. I, I think Harpool is a great dude. Uh, I, every time I've ever talked to him, solid. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he's great personable. Guy. He's respectful. He wants to grow the sport, wants to help you solid. as a player. Yeah, solid dude. I think the only reason why he hasn't made that leap, and it's, it's okay, but uh, he has one foot in, one foot out. And yeah, that, yeah, he's that's, not a full time player. That's yeah. that's. I'm not trying to be like dis like uh, downgrading or anything like that. But he's just one foot in, one foot out. Yeah, I mean he's he's probably the best part time pro. Oh, a hundred. I would there. agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah, I. To, to, he's to working, do what he he's does, he's working and, a job, a full time job, and also working a full time job. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, doing yeah. both. Like that is. I'm a, str- I'm a, 
I'm going to go teach these kids. Great guy. Yeah, great. Kids. I commend any teacher at any level for any subject. Yeah, exactly. And then goes and puts in his work on the disc golf course trying to make, you know, a name for himself on a whole nother spectrum of, of professionalism. And, and I think he would even say that he considered himself a teacher over a disc golf or a pro disc golfer. Yeah. By that mean. Like, I, I, re- I really think he actually really loves his job as a teacher more than he loves being a professional disc golfer. Dude, if I was a teacher and a professional disc golfer, oh, dude, I'd flaunt that shit in class 24 <laughs> 7. I'm like, yeah, this weekend I went up there. <laughs> oh, you think you can beat me in disc golf? I wouldn't say a word. The whole year I wouldn't say a word. Oh, you're pretty good at disc golf, huh? Uh-huh. You want to. <laughs> Want to go out there and uh, throw a mom, couple of discs? What'd your mom give you for your lunch money? <laughs> oh, you throw a groove? That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. with a groove. Oh, my goodness. So we, we've kind of beat this over the over the head with a stick. Let's kind of move on because we went on a huge tangent with our locals. And we love our local pros, whether they're truly just oh, local pros or traveling pros. I personally believe all three of those guys are, are actually pretty cool oh yeah like yeah. like i would have said younger ramser 50 50 like because sometimes sometimes he'd blow up but now now actually he's stand up i think like i said he's progressed a lot yeah that's what i'm saying he's progressed years. a lot better yeah between the years so speaking of progression and regression something that you and i have been dealing with for quite some time is regression and being in the slump and today's talking point today's discussion topic is is playing through through that regression playing through a slump it sucks it's rough uh sucks hardcore you heard on the last podcast for me that just since i've played ddo i've just been in a huge rut before ddo same I, i was on i was on top of the world i was playing probably my best most consistent disc golf Making a lot of putts, hitting a lot of lines, throwing further. I, I would say this: I when, when I, before DDO, I don't think I could touch you like at all. Oh yeah, like they even come I, close. I was I was playing phenomenal. Like you, you and Harps battles were like Ricky and Paul battles. Like For, that's at the amateur level. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. Of course. But I something just had clicked after. Or I guess unclicked or unswitched, whatever you want to call it. After confidence, after confidence is one of them. But I pretty much after GBO, I I had lack confidence. I didn't I didn't have any confidence off the tee, no power off the tee, no confidence on the putting green, just everything. And I I really don't know what it was. I still don't know what it is, which is why I think that this weekend was really good for me, just to take the weekend off, go ball golf, kind of relax, hang out, hang out with the other bogey bros. Hey, I'm, 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 oh, we can't use that. Why? That's patent pending by Lion Pads. We oh. can't use that. No, fuck them. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here, okay, okay. I, I tried. No, that's okay. They, they don't listen to this one anyways. That, oh, you're right. They probably yeah. don't listen to this one. Yeah, they don't listen to this one anyways. But, uh, no, I think, uh, we had a skins match, uh, on Friday. And we're recording this on Saturday. And I, I felt pretty good. I, I was putting well. I was putting with more confidence. I was throwing this further. I was throwing it harder. Uh, off the tee, still kind of lacked some accuracy hitting the lines. But I, I felt good. And I think 
after today and how I played ball golf wise, I played with a lot of confidence on the ball golf oh, course. Dude, you're, the ball golfing today was insane. You know, it's not every day that you overhit a 295-yard green. <laughs> sick. Oh, this is definitely drivable. Yeah, I can drive this. I can definitely drive the green. And you outdrove the green. Fuck. Without going too far on a tangent, would you say that as a group, besides Andrew, would you say that was the best ball golf by the group that you've seen? Oh, yeah. That, I think it's wild. That, yeah. It I think wild. everyone, I think everyone without, hit pretty well. I'm telling you right now, without that 30-minute delay, that we might have set records for how good the round yeah. could have got. I think Everyone's that's cooled. Well. I think that cools down. And but I think that could have been you know lifelong. <laughs> so I'm hope I'm hoping that after this Kinge match and after taking, you know, the Saturday off in ball golf and playing as well as I did in ball golf that it kind of resets me and kind of grounds me back into into disc golf to where My? coming up in a few months, what's this June? July, August, August, September is Keeper. I'm really not planning on playing a lot of tournaments, if any tournaments, until Keeper. I was thinking about jumping in the hot and cold next weekend. Uh, yeah, no, that, not me. If I jump in a tournament, it's going to be Cessna Classic, which is during I that would July also like time. to do that, too, because I like Cessna. And you can play both days. And some would say that Cody's actually pretty good at Cessna. What did you place last year there? Yikes! Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, no, that, uh, hey, to put that in perspective, your boy was a little hungover. Yeah, and you showed up like three minutes to tea time. <laughs> so that would explain how terrible I was. So we talked about my regression, my slump, and how I've pulled myself out of it by pulling myself out of disc golf, more yes. or less. No, so, sometimes, here, sometimes the best thing before, that you can do for your game is to step away. Hear from me the game. out. Hear me out. What have we always done at some point in time during the disc golf season? I'm Take not, a break. We and we've both done it. We've both took in a two to three week break and then we come back in and we're always better. Yeah. It it, it, it and I know that's gonna sound crazy to some people. Like oh, I love the sport. How could I leave? It all it clears your head. You your muscles that you've used during the game get to loosen up a little bit. I don't know what it is, and I know that some people are going to hate what I'm saying. I think there needs to be a break. I do. I think, I, I, I think there there's a break. And here's why I say that. Here's why I say that. You realize I took two weeks off from when I played last. We moved. We did all of that. I took weeks off, and then I went and played doubles this week. And you hit a fucking ace. And I hit a fucking ace. So the ace is pulling your boy out of so it. So what I'm saying is, is I took two weeks off and then hit one of the best shots of my career. A break. I think a break's always needed. I think it clears the head. It, it clears the body. It, it's good. When you're in a rut, I think, yes, you shouldn't quit on yourself. That is not, that's not what I'm saying. But a little break, get, your, get, get yourself out of it. Just don't focus specifically on I need to do this now. I'm playing bad. I need to practice more. Practicing more when you're doing something bad is, is just creating more bad habits. In my opinion, I, I think that's true. I think, but if you're in the middle of quote unquote a season, yeah, the only thing you can do 
is, is power. Is, is throw through it. You got to power through it. A, a, shooter, a, season, a shooter has to sure. shoot. A shooter has got to sure. shoot. I agree with that. But if what, you are in a season and you have to play all that, you have to play through it because you're in a season. You're yeah. doing something. Throw's got to throw. We, we, we were not in the season. We're not in exactly. Amateurs, we're not in a season. Take your break. Withdraw from some tournaments. Yes. Reset. You, reground listen, yourself. You will do better. And I, 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 I personally believe this. You will do better, especially in ratings, in points. You'll do better if you just take that next tournament or the next round for that, and you say, hey, I'm playing bad. I need a second. And you say, hey, I'm, I'm taking those off. And then you come back in the next tournament, fully clear-headed, clear body, and you go into that, I bet you'll do better. I guarantee you'll do better. Yeah, I, I think From that, my experience, personal experience, your personal experience, yep. would you say so? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. When, I, when I take a couple weeks off, I feel like I always play a little bit better. And we're going to get, I know from the other group people, we're going to get that, no, that's not true, but it is. I've I've experienced it now twice. Twice. I had the yips super bad last year. Would you agree? Oh yeah. I couldn't putt a ten foot putt, let alone a, a 30, 40 foot putt. Am I correct? Correct. Okay. I come back. I took some time off. I come back in in uh, early winter when it's still like 40, 50 degrees, right? And I'm hitting fucking putts all over the place. And then about the same time period. Comes around, I'm missing putts again. Hmm. It's kind of hmm. weird, ain't it? Something in the water here. I know it. I know it. So, long story short, time I took, off I can took be good. a little break, and I didn't even want to. Like, I wanted to play. That's, it, you know, the, that's the hardest part. That's, that's the hardest part, because you want to Ex- play. Exactly. Like, you just can't. It's like, I know I can do better. I got to go through. And yeah. You, have, you always have to convince yourself, like, ah, just put this. Sh- take the, take but, the stuff out of the car. Put it in the closet. But we were moving, and I was like, I got to get this moving stuff done. I got to get it unpacked. I got to do some, you know, whatever. So I took two weeks off to get all that stuff done. Next thing I know, I'm throwing a disc in the basket. You know what I mean? <laughs> First I'm moving. Now I'm putting this in the basket. What? 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 Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it, this, I'm hoping this is the start of something good. I'm on the same page. I, if I... If, if it just feels good, that that's all that matters to me because I don't warm up. I don't practice. I go all by feel. And as long as it feels good, everything else will find its way. To, to, bring, to bring that point up, like uh, we had a guy uh, telling me like, oh, it's because you drink during your round. It's uh, boring. It, it's because uh, it's of that. Like you, you drink and then you're, you're not good anymore. And I, I would, I would agree with him to a certain extent. You know, like if you get oh, hammered, hammered, yeah, during a round, you're gonna play terrible. Going. And yeah. I would agree with that. Um, That's not party card, but <laughs> well, it's party <laughs> card sometimes. <laughs> It's always party getting card. hammered during a round. That's party, party card. card sometimes. Oh, that's what I'm saying. But not getting hammered is definitely not no, party card. That's not the brand. And anyway, I, I would say that is true to a certain extent. Like I said, but if I have six. People won't understand. If I have a couple beers during the round, that's not hurting you. To it, it, it for most people, sure. For most people, or I guess for you, yeah, yeah. Well, for most of, people, six for beers. Most, is a lot. I didn't say six. I said a couple. Redact <laughs> oh. it. Bleep it out. Uh, <laughs> no. So having a few beers during the round, yes, can affect some things, but. That's not the underlying factor to that. 
because and I'll say this before the round, I warmed up the other day, you know, did all the other stuff. And then I was drinking the moment we, the moment before the round, I was hanging out, having a couple beers. Then during the round, I was drinking the entire time. I threw an ace in. It has nothing to do with how good or bad you are at all. Would you agree? Wait, throwing an ace? No, Definitely. drinking. Oh. I don't think it hurts that bad. Unless you're hammered. Some people, you and me, are quote unquote functioning moderately. Don't say the word. A words. Okay. <laughs> Some people. Functioning A words is a t shirt, and don't you guys take it. <laughs> functioning A words should be a t shirt. We should make this t shirt. Uh, it copyrighted and uh, uh, patent pending. Don't you take it. No one can take it. We're going to see those t-shirts in Walmart next week. I'm telling you right now. Foreshadowing, huh? What a guy. Because it could mean other things, too. It could. That, it could mean functioning asshole. That's, that's <laughs> what... Uh, dude, I'm always a functioning asshole. And I have a functioning asshole. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I think, basically, long story short about the playing through a, a slump is that sometimes taking a step away from it is, wh- whatever it is, even... Even when I was bowling, just taking a couple couple weeks away from bowling just helped me kind of reground myself hear, and, and find it. Hear me out. Hear me out. We're moving again. You know I'm in a bowling league, right? Sure, yeah. Oh yeah. Hear me out. I'm I'm trying to hear you fucking say it. <laughs> I took two weeks away from bowling to move and do all that stuff. I almost bowled a three hundred on bowling night. Again? What a yeah. Guy. I hit the first nine, and I, I know you're gonna tell me right now. Oh, it's nine pin. Blah, blah. Oh, I hit the first nine first nine flush, like actual strikes. Now we won't talk about what happened after those first oh, nine because it wasn't. Well, the front nine means that you only open the tenth, so it's still that bad. It wasn't. It wasn't a three hundred. I'll tell you that. Did you, did you gutter ball the first ball? No, it wasn't a gutter <laughs> ball, but it was, it should have been. It was bad. Uh, I'll say I had the front nine ended with the 276, but... You did the math, guys. But you did the math. What else? <laughs> so that's what you're saying. Like, a, yeah. I, taking a step away in any... any taking a step away... Unless you're looking, a pro. Looking in really. from out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Looking in from the outside is sometimes better... And trying to power through the struggle, I would say unless you have to, like being a pro Pro's and, and being in in season. If you're an amateur and you don't have to just play week in week out, take time away if you're struggling. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 I think that's the best thing. In I think pro, scenario. like you said, pro is different. If you're a pro, you have to you play. have to be a pro. Yeah, be you a pro and figure it out. Figure it out. But to be an amateur, it is almost because I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right now. For a while there, it wasn't fun. I hated it. Oh yeah, I I've I never didn't I've like never going been, out. The only yeah. reason I went out seriously, the only reason I went out is because of the all boys. you guys. Yeah, because the boys. For I was sure. like they're friends. I like hanging out with them, but I hate this. I yeah. hate this. Yeah, and that you should never hate feel like hobby. you hate something, especially something that you like. You should never hate it. Once it stops being fun. That's when you have to walk away for a little bit. Yeah, I'm telling you. Whether you walk away forever, walk away just for a little bit, that's when it's time to just kind of take a step back. Yeah, that's where it should be fun. You should have a good time every time you go out. And if if you're like I ball golf, we we ball golf. We we're not good. 
Oh, I'm terrible. We're, we're playing like shit. Oh, I'm terrible. When we're playing like shit, we're just playing like shit. It's still fun. Yeah, I'm th- I know I'm but terrible. We're, when we're playing good, oh, we're playing good. We're on fucking the highest Cloud nine ever. Cloud nine, so I'm not terrible. But dis- disc golf got to that p- point where, I mean, just one shot would send me off the fucking ledge. Hear me like, out. This is a shot I'd I make agree. nine times out of ten. I agree. Hear me out. Would you rather be terrible still and still, uh, like disc golf? So let's talk about like what are we talking about? Like when we first started, four or five years ago. Now for yeah. you, would you rather be that level? And every good shot, you're still like, yeah, like golf. Or would you rather be right now? I'd rather be four or five years ago. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So that's why. That's why you have to, you have to take this step back. You can't allow bad play and mentality to override everything you love. About, about what you're doing. What you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. So, yes, you can power through it. Yes, sometimes it makes you better. But sometimes your mental health and like enjoyment of the game and not ruining said game, it's better just to, to back off. Yeah. Yeah. I would not disagree with that statement. And it and it's and it worked for both of us. Yeah. So Ho- for, hopefully, well, hopefully, 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 allegedly, allegedly, it's worked for both of us. A new PDGA so league starts next week. We'll, oh we'll, god! We'll fucking see oh how that god! Goes. <laughs> or it's just clap. <laughs> or, or it's just clap. Oh my goodness! We went off on a little tangent there, but hopefully, you know, avid disc golfers, new disc golfers, disc golfers that or people that are listening to this that aren't disc golfers. You know, take a little bit of advice from what we were just saying, whether it's, it's you know, ball golf, disc golf, bowling, hell, even video games. Sometimes you just get in a slump. Oh, yeah. And, and sometimes it's better just to take a step back instead of powering through and just pissing yourself off day in, day out. Well, weirdly enough, me and Nate talk a lot about athletics, but at one point in time, we were Halo 3 doubles top 10 in the world. You're stretching top 10 in the world. Top 10 <laughs> in the world. We were ranked. But party card sports has a has a huge day. And we, we talked about you hitting an ace was, was big for you. It's big and for the, the brand. brand. Because let's go. are you going to break the news or am I going to break the news? Let me, let, me, let me break this down for you. And I'm going to set you up for a good one. Host Cody... <laughs> Wait, has wait. big news for party card sports. Host Cody is going to set Nate up for the big news. Here we go. Oh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage, the Nathan co-host of Party Card Sports with breaking, 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 breaking news Huge, huge, huge announcement for everyone in the Party Card Sports, Party Card Sports Nation. Nathan, hit us with the breaking, breaking, breaking news announcement, announcement, announcement. You know, I could just put that effect on your microphone. That would have been a whole lot better. But no, Cody's right. We at Porta Court Sports have a big announcement. We have our official first ever merchandise release, our soft launch, our very limited soft launch t-shirts, our Founders Club soft launch t-shirts coming to you. I believe we're going to drop them next Friday. What's that date here? The 23rd? 
23rd. Yep, 23rd, the next Friday. Like and follow our Facebook and Twitter. It's most likely going to be posted on Facebook when and where and how you can actually officially get those T-shirts. The design will be posted on our Facebook. The artwork was done by local Brennan Coots. Oh, have to give him a huge fantastic words work by the Coons man. I, I'm not going to give too much away because I, guys, we really want your like. We really want your follow. We want your support. There's a huge promotional uh, event, more or less, going on with these shirts. These were basically targeted to our local listeners, followers, subscribers, supporters of your boys of the brand. Trust me, as limited as I'm saying these are, very limited, 26, 26 Less shirts. as of now. Tw- no, at 26 total. Yeah. No pre-orders. Oh, yeah. Were given to these at all. Some, some, and I'm going to give a little, a little, uh, little extra tidbit here that Nate won't give you, but some would I'm say. Not, I'm not giving a dick about shit. Some would say we might be running a little bit of a lottery. Hmm? I said promo. Or a little bit of a... Raffle? Raffle? A little bit of waffle? A little little raffle? Hmm. Interesting thoughts on that. We're super excited. also, Nate has brought up the new clothing brand, the new soft launch, what we're doing. But also, we are breaking out our brand new, also designed by Brendan Coots, Logo on the podcast, brand new logo on the podcast, on Facebook page, on all of our social medias, brand new design by Brendan Coots. Completely rebranding as we move away from our quote unquote party card logo, which is fantastic. Uh, fantastic. Probably one of the best logos I've seen. But at Party Card Sports, we feel like it's important to distinguish ourselves away from the party card, our family that we have chosen in the disc golf community. That is also important to us. The logo itself will not ever disappear. Never die. But party card sports is going to rebrand with our fucking awesome, awesome fucking logo. I'm so stoked our about it. Awesome designer, Brendan Coots logo. <laughs> I'm trying to give him a shout out. During this. The dude did a great job, but very, very personable, very uh, astute, Great design. But if you don't take, or I guess if you do take anything away from what I just said, like and follow us on Facebook, on the Twitter. You do not want to miss the launch of these. You do not want to miss your opportunity for these because, trust me, for these shirts, you do not want to miss the chance to get what is attached to these shirts. Yeah, the Founders Club logo. These are going one to time be only. One, one time run. only Founders Club logo. You can't get these. You can't afford to miss these. We we might do this once a year. We might only do it one time. This may never happen again. Oh no! Like, it's, oh, it's gonna Founders happen Club. Founders Club. Do you know what that means? Founders it Club. Means you're part of the OGs. You are an OG. You're an OG party car. That means you're a fucking goat. That's what that fucking means. You're a